You're listening to the Touch Em Up Podcast. I'm your host, Double M, and in our next episode, it's going to be the sixth installment of the Double Trouble Breakdown, featuring the former strawweight champion of the world, the woman who handed Joanna Yunjacek, the reigning defending strawweight champion, her first defeat in professional mixed martial arts, none other than Trevor Whitman protege, Thug Rose Namayunas. So without any further ado, let's get this started and step into the ring. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? I definitely hope everybody's having a good day. Hope everybody had a good Labor Day. I'm sorry that this was a day late. I usually post on Monday and then Friday every week, and I haven't missed a day yet, I think, besides maybe 4th of July. I think I only posted one that week. But I figured since I'm a day late, I got to do a good, a big, juicy episode, right? A lot of information, a lot of stuff. And none, nothing better to do than another Double Trouble Breakdown. Before we get started, this actually ties into the breakdown since we're breaking down Thug Rose Namajunas. But the woman who ended up defeating her for the strawweight championship, Jessica Andrade, faced Wei Li Zhang this past Saturday in um, China. I don't remember exactly what city it was. Maybe Beijing, China or something. And... Um, Beat the absolute crap on her. You know, I thought I ended up picking Andrade and then I changed my pick before the fight because I just was thinking about the styles matchups and everything. And I knew that Andrade was just going to rush forward because that's really her only strength is to bum rush you and just attack you with right and left hooks and push you up against the fence to try to knock you out or catch you with one of her wild shots. And I knew if she tried that against a technical striker like Wei Li Zhan, who is 20 and one, but lost her first professional fight, and then won 20 fights in a row. So was definitely no joke on the feet. She has good grappling. You saw it against Tisha Torres with those head and arm throws and then clinch work with knees and elbows, and you saw it in this fight. Andrade bum rushed forward. Wei Li Zhang caught her with a right hand as she came in against the fence, hurt her, got her in the in the clinch, like a, a collar clinch, single collar clinch, landed vicious elbows and knees and elbows and knees and was just framing off and landing elbows to the side of the head of Jessica Andrade, which was hurting her, stunning her, knees to the body, knees to the body, knees to the body, elbow, knee up top. She would backed up all the way against the cage because she was so stumbled and, you know, hurt. And Whaley just jumped on a right hand, dropped her, and finished her off in about 42 seconds of the first round. And we have a new women's strawweight champion, and she did it in her home country of China. What a great win for Wei Li Zhang. And what a good, this is a good thing for the UFC just because it's a new star. And you have a, you have a, you finally have your first Chinese champion. I don't know if you guys knew that, but she is the first ever Chinese champion of the UFC. And that's just a huge feather in her cap to do it in her home country and to be the first one to ever do it and to do it in 42 seconds. The sky's the limit for Wei Li Zhang. I like, she's really cool. You know, I, I like her as a person. She seems super nice. And, but when she's in the cage, man, she's a stone cold killer, just crisp striking, kickboxing, Muay Thai. Everything's just on point for her. And you saw it here. New strawweight champion, Wei Li Zhang. Or Zhang, Zhang Wei Li, right? Because we've thought it was Wei Li Zhang the whole time, and then they pronounced it Zhang Wei Li. But super, super good performance for Wei Li Zhang, and I can't wait to see what's next. I'm hoping she fights Rose Namajunas, possibly beginning of next year, January or February. And I think that's the I think that's the right way to go. I think 
Rose definitely deserves a rematch considering she was beating the brakes off of Andrade before that knockout. Hopefully Rose gets everything back together and, you know, is ready to come back better than ever. And Weili Zhang versus Rose Namajunas, first quarter of 2020. Book it. Book it right now. I need to see that fight. And now let's let's go back to the double trouble breakdown. The reason why we're here to talk about Thug Rose Namajunas. With, she holds a record of eight wins and four losses. And I know you guys are going to say, oh my God, you know, how is she so good? And how is everybody going to, you know, tooting her horn if she only is eight and four, almost like a 50-50 record. But you, you listen, even though it's a small record, she is the best. I believe she is the best strawweight women's fighter in the world. I think she's, if not number one, number two pound for pound fighter in the women's division. Aside from Valentina Shevchenko, I think it's, I'm going to go, but you got Amanda Nunes, obviously, beat her. So I'm thinking, I think top three. She's probably top three best women's MMA fighters in the world. I'm going to go Amanda Nunes, number one. Valentina Shevchenko, number two. Rose Namajunas, number three. Thug Rose, baby. Thug Rose. So this fight, this breakdown, I'm going to go over. Not obviously not her entire career. I know she's only had 12 fights, but I figured her last three or four fights just in that bunch or her last three fights, honestly, is where, where the big bulk of her career just took off. And this is definitely what we need to talk about. So we're going to start with the first fight against Joanna Janjacek at UFC 217, which took place on November 4th, 2017, Joanna Janjacek came into the fight undefeated, 14-0, 14 wins, no losses, second strawweight champion in the UFC, beat Carla Esparza for the title after Esparza won the first women's ultimate fighter to crown the strawweight champion, and she beat Rose Namajunas in the finale. So everything kind of ties back together in Rose Namajunas' career. But Joanna Janjacek was just looking unstoppable before the fight against Nami Yunus, she beat people like Karolina Kovalkiewicz, uh, Jessica Penne, uh, Jessica Andraj. She beat so many people in her division. She basically cleaned out the division and was just looking unbelievable up until this fight against Rose. And I think a lot of people counted Rose Nami Yunus out. They thought, oh, Joanna's too crisp and too clean for Thug Rose. Rose isn't going to be able to do much of anything in this fight. She might get a few takedowns, maybe try to go for a submission, but on the feet, it's going to be Joanna all day. And it was completely wrong, and Rose shut everybody up. And it's funny because Joanna was really heavy in the trash talk. The boogie woman is coming. Boogie woman is coming. Boogie woogie woman is coming for yous. You know, that was that's what she was saying, and Rose was just... Really just stone cold killer, nothing. Really didn't play into the trash talk, didn't play in anything. I think she said that Joanna did get into her head prior to the fight, you know. But she was able to channel all that emotion when we, when the fight started. And they went to touch gloves, they were nose to nose. And as Joanna turned away, Rose pushed her away, kind of just getting the bad energy away from her and saying, like, I'm ready to take you out. And take her out, she did. So let's start it off. When the fight started out, Obviously, I said Joanna was looking unstoppable. She was beating everybody and beating them pretty easily. You know, didn't really have that many competitive fights as in her run as a champion. But this fight started out and Rose came out with a wide stance. You know, she likes to fight in a more karate, taekwondo-based stance. It's it's closed off a little bit 
in the last three fights that she has, but she likes to hop in and out of range, in and out of range, and move side to side. She'll move left, move right, move left, move right, in and out, in and out. Fake with that lead hand. She'll always have that rear hand up by her eyebrow to block, and then that lead hand's always out there fishing for the fishing for your shots to counter off you or to keep you occupied so she can throw that crisp left jab as she moves forward. And then usually that check left hook if you try to pressure her pressure her, she'll left, she'll check left hook you. As you come in, she'll throw that left hook and cut the angle to her left to get off the center line and have you just rush forward into into thin air and not get anything off. So I definitely think, and you could see it right from the bat. She came out faking, faking with that lead hand threw a left hook, right hand, but was out of range. But this was the range finder. This was her downloading the information. Okay. Where are you at? I don't have to land this first combination. I just have to figure out where I'm at in terms of your range. And then whenever I'm in range, I can come in, land the shots and get back out, circle underneath and fake in and out, in and out, in and out all the time. Rose came out, like I said, wide, sta wide stance, faking and fainting. Joanna came out just normal Thai boxing stance like she always does, hands high, coming out, just faking and fainting, kind of like Rose. But Rose just was kind of playing the matador in this fight. She was just looking at Joanna in and out, moving left, moving right, moving left, faking the jab, faking the jab, throw the jab, double jab, fake it, fake it with that lead hand. Try to parry your punch, punch away, counter you with that left hook. Uh, faking and feigning was catching up to Joanna. You know, it was leading her to bite on the feints. When you bite on a feint, when we say bite on a feint, um, if you fake a shot and somebody reacts to it, they have, there's a split second where you have an opening to counter. And that's what Rose likes to do. She'll fake you out, fake and feint. When you counter, she'll counter off what you throw because you think that a shot's coming, but it's really not. So you're countering something that isn't there, leaving yourself open to get countered to the counter that you threw. I'm sorry if that was confusing, but I tried to explain it as best as I could. Um, in and out of range and circling all the time. Like I said, left and right, left and right. Check left hook, circle off to the left. Check left hook, circle off to the left. Um, Rose countered the right low kick of Joanna. Joanna tried to throw a jab to a right low kick, and Joanna, or no, Rose countered it with a 3-2, which is a lead hook. And then a cross down the center. A cross is a straight punch. A hook is exactly like it says, a fish hook. You're going to hook. So you're going to go three with that lead hand, boom, and right down the center with the two. And it's almost like you're pushing their head into your right hand with the hook. So it's bop, 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 bop. And then you're moving again. And you're in and out of range and you're cutting left and right and left and right. Joanna went for a one-two, which is a jab cross, just bop, bop. And uh, Rose slid back right out of range. She's faked like she was coming in with her head. She likes to, like I said, a lot of fakes and feints to kind of get get a read on you and see what you're going to throw so she can counter. So she would come in, use that lead hand, stick it out there, just kind of move it around to get you to be occupied. Maybe fake that right hand and lean in a little bit to make you think the right hand was coming. And then boom. So she threw that. So Joanna bit off the feints that she threw that Rose was doing. Threw a jab cross, and Rose just slid right back. Just bop. She was in, in, in. Boop. Slid right back. Pulled her head out of range and was moving around. Just boom, boom. Looking for everything. She fakes the right hand and then the jab. So it's fake the right hand, which is your power hand. Fake the jab. Whoop. So it's bop, bop. Oh, what is he going to throw? Is she going to throw the right hand again? And then she threw the lunging left hook, which didn't land. But... Joanna tried to counter her with a right hand, I believe, 
and Rose just slid right out of the way. So she was just finding the range, finding the range, trying to figure out where she's at in order to be able to counter. And then Rose was faking in and out constantly. Rose creeps into range for a second, and Joanna throws a jab, cross, hook, high kick. Just bop, 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 bop. But Rose just keeps her hands up and blocks with that helmet guard and hands in front of her face. The high kick kind of landed on the body more than the uh, head, but she covered it blocking with that elbow so it would take the impact on the arms, which can break the arms, but it's a it's blocking the target. So you're covering your head, and you're also covering your body if you lower your elbows. Um, Rose throws the right hand, and Joanna counters with a flurry of punches and another high kick. So it's bop, 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 bop. And Rose is just like, okay, I'm getting you to bite off my feint. She would always throw these combinations off a feint of Rose. So it's bop. Joanna would try to throw a jab. Rose would slide out of the way. She'd fake. Joanna would try to throw that one-two. Rose would just slide out of the way and keep moving. Rose fakes the lead hook and throws a faint jab to a, to a faint right hand. So she, oh, butt hook, nope. Right hand, nope. Left jab, nope. So she's like, oh, where's it coming from? And then Joanna would try to counter with another cross or a jab cross. Rose throws a faint right hand. Joanna counters with an inside low kick. Boom. And as she counters with this inside low kick. Hold on a second, guys. I'm sorry. So let's go over this, this sequence again. Rose throws the faint right hand. Joanna counters with an inside low kick. She bit off the faint. Like I said earlier, biting off the feints is what you need in order to land the shots you want to. So Rose landed a lead hook to a right hand as she threw that inside leg kick. So Joanna's off balance. Her lead hand's probably going to be low because she's going to go for an inside kick which is throwing your lead leg and you're and you're usually going to use that lead hand to swipe down and just chop into that lead low kick. Just what? And she faked it. Joanna bit off the feint and tried to came come in and Joanna and Rose just countered left hook right hand. Pop pop. Drops Joanna. Joanna's able to kind of get get her wits about her, but Rose gets instantly gets on top position and gets into a brief mount as Joanna tries to back get her back to the fence so she can stand up. And the fence is used. You can win a fight by keeping somebody up against the fence and beating them up. You see Khabib Nurmagomedov do it. He did it against Edson Barbosa at UFC 219, probably one of the most vicious performances Habib's had, aside from the Michael Johnson beatdown. He will just push you up against the fence and then uppercut you while he's got your legs locked up. And Rose tried to get um, like an overhook or uh, un double underhooks, and then when Joanna was going to stand up, I'm guessing she was probably going to try to take the back and get a submission, but Joanna was able to get that lead, the overhook where you put your arm over the tricep of the opponent so you can use that as you stand up, pushing off the other hand, and it didn't work, um, but Joanna was able to get back up to the feet, and Rose just backed off and got right back up to this, right back into the center. Just boom, boom, boom. Okay, and then Rose fakes the right hand again and the lead jab. Again, getting Joanna to bite, trying to throw that jab cross. She doesn't really throw hooks much unless she's trying to throw a jab cross hook low kick or a jab cross hook to a high kick. It's more just one twos, jabs, and crosses. Um, I don't usually see Joanna throw uppercuts, but her just her, her striking is so clean that she usually can get away with it. Let's see what else. So, like I said, they got back to the center after that brief knockdown. Rose fakes the jab. Joanna throws a jab to counter, but Rose just slides back. Like I said, she did earlier. She's in and she's out. She's in and she's out. Rose slips as she gets back in range and lands a left hook right hand. 
head off the center line. So as as Joanna tries to counter her jab, Rose's jab with a jab, Rose slips to the outside and lands or slips to the inside, I believe. Yeah, I think no, no, you're I'm right. She slipped to the outside, threw that check left hook right hand and got the head off the center and circled back around. So it's I'm coming in. Oh, you're gonna throw the jab, slip, hook, cross, move out of the way. Joanna throws a one-two to stop Rose from coming in. You know, this constant in and out, faking and feigning, and just downloading your information and figuring out counters, it's just it's gonna get your opponent to kind of freak out. They're gonna be like, oh my god. What is she doing? She's she's not here when I try to counter, but every time I stop for a second, I'm getting lit up. Just bop, 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 bop. So Joanna's like, okay, come on. What am I going to do? So she's looking, 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 looking. As she slips, boom, gets countered. Joanna throws a one-two to stop Rose from coming in. Like I said, and Rose just slid right out of the way. And a good thing that Trevor Whitman said, and this was in the second, the rematch between Joanna Janjacek and Rose Namajunas. Power doesn't do it. Timing does. You don't have to throw the most power into your shots. But if you have good timing, you can counter the power of the shots with your timing and light them up and counter and get the knockouts and just be ahead of your opponent. And uh, Conor McGregor said it best too. Precision beats timing. Precision beats power and timing beats speed. Rose fakes the right hand. Joanna bites off of it, trying to throw a jab off that right hand, and Rose just leaps in with a with a lunging left hook, cracks Joanna right on the jaw, and drops her, and then finishes her off with ground and pound. First round TKO to become the new strawweight champion, handing Joanna and Jacek her first defeat, making her fourteen and fourteen and one, and becoming the strawweight champion of the world via first round TKO. Next up, they had a second fight, and I'm not really going to break down the rematch, even though um, Joanna had a way better showing in the second fight and Rose looked very good. It was kind of exactly the same thing that I said before. The fight, the fight started, and Joanna was like, "I didn't take her, I didn't take her seriously in the first fight." You know, my weight cut is what affected me, and the instant you make excuses for why you're losing a fight and don't own up to it. The opponent's in your head, and the opponent already has the advantage. So she was saying the weight cut was the reason why I lost, and should this should have never happened. It was a fluke. It was this. It was that. After the first round of their second fight, Joanna knew it definitely. It wasn't a fluke. It was the same thing, just in and out movement, faking and feigning, bop, bop, bop. You know, using that lead hand as she covers with the rear hand to block your shots to kind of get a range finder out there and keep you away from her and get you to look at the lead hand so she can throw that powerful straight right and then a right hand left hook or a jab to a left hook and angle off. And she did a lot of this. She won the first two rounds without a doubt, was piecing Joanna up on the feet. Joanna didn't really land any much of anything in the first two rounds. It was a lot of what I explained in the first fight. Even though the first fight was only one round, you know, because it, it was finished so quick, you just saw that Rose was a step ahead of Joanna for these first two rounds. Just in and out, jab, 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 jab right hand, right hand, left hook, angle off. Joanna would try to throw that one-two. She'd slip out of the way, right hand, roll underneath, fake in. Joanna would counter. Rose would slide out, in, slide out, angle. Ro Joanna would come in, check left hook, circle off for Rose. Boom, 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 bop, and circle, boom. She, she likes to do this thing where she'll throw a side kick from the rear leg. So she'll like fake a front kick, pick the knee up, and then turn it sideways, chamber it, 
like a gun in a chamber. When you throw a kick, you have to chamber it if it's a side kick. So you're going to bring your knee almost across your body, like if you were going to throw a roundhouse kick, and then you're going to extend it up on a diagonal. So it's bring it into the chamber, but pop it out. And, you know, and Rose does this off the rear leg. She'll fake a roundhouse kick so you think she's coming in from low, and then throw a side kick as she chambers the kick into her to get the power. But yeah, so Joanna lost the first two rounds, like I said. Then the leg kicks started adding up for Joanna Yunjacek. They were doing a little bit of work in the first two rounds, but the more Joanna landed those leg kicks, you could just see the third and the fourth round. Those rear leg kicks and the inside kicks on the lead leg were destroying Rose's legs. And since the leg kicks were working, Rose wasn't able to use her footwork and get out of range as easily. So Joanna was able to counter with her crisp striking. A lot of low kicks, jab, jab, hook, low kick, jab, cross, hook, low kick. And a lot of that was working. But then Rose came back in the fifth round and was able to just piece her up again. Lead uppercut, she likes to throw. It's almost like a shovel hook, but it's a, it's just a lead uppercut. like a They call it a gazelle punch, I believe. A lot of the people who break down fights, they'll call it a gazelle punch because you're you're disguising it and you're leaping forward like a jab, but you're going up like an uppercut. So it's just bop, 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 and usually they counter off of it. And usually you throw a right hand after it. If you're a southpaw like Conor McGregor, you'll throw the right up jab to the straight left hand. And she used this and then would angle off to the side. It was tied up two to two going into that fifth round. And Rose Namajunas was able to use a move that worked very well for her in the fight against Jessica Andrade, she threw a jab, right hand, stepped forward into southpaw, so her right leg was in the back at first. She threw the right hand, moved it into a southpaw stance, front leg is right leg, your back leg is uh, left leg, and then used that right leg as she stepped forward to hook around the lead leg of the opponent and get the body lock and take down Joanna. So she went jab, cross, step around to the outside of the leg, Outside of the rear, um, well, almost like a, a vine. So you're going to jab, cross, crosses on your backhand. You're going to step forward with that right leg and drop it down, wrapping it around the lead leg of your opponent and body locking and pushing forward, taking them off balance. And this takedown is what won Rose the rematch. So she beat Joanna Janjacek 2-0, 2 to nothing. The former undefeated, uh, looking to be unstoppable champion. And Rose won the fight 48-47 decision to retain the Women's Strawweight Championship of the world. I'm going to stop this part here, and we're going to move to the second part of the breakdown and talk about her, la her latest fight against Jessica Andrade at UFC 237 in Brazil. So let's move on to the second part, guys. Hope you enjoy.